This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, September 3rd, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. Proponents of free markets and liberty occasionally have a quirk that allows them to abandon these principles when discussing immigration. Jason Riley, editorial writer at the Wall Street Journal, challenges myths of immigration in his book, Let Them In, The Case for Open Borders. He spoke at the Cato Institute June 18, 2008. This is a segment of his talk. The Wall Street Journal's position on immigration is of a piece with the paper's general philosophy, uh, which I happen to share. We favor free people and free markets, and that includes free and flexible labor markets. Now, most people who self-identify as free market conservatives claim to share this belief, and usually they do. But one glaring exception in my experience, seems to be when the topic turns to immigration. No self-respecting free market advocate would ever dream of supporting laws that that interrupt the free movement of goods and services across international borders. But when it comes to laws that hamper the free movement of workers who produce those goods and services, too many conservatives today abandon their free market principles. Adam Smith and David Ricardo and John Stuart Mill give way to Lou Dobbs. Ronald Reagan gives way to Pat Buchanan. Principled conservatism gives way to a sort of reactionary populism. Some of us find this troubling. And one of the reasons I wrote the book is to show that there's absolutely no inconsistency in advocating for both free markets and open immigration. Over the years, I've heard the same anti-immigrant arguments over and over. They're stealing jobs, they're depressing wages, they're filling our jails and prisons, they're overburdening our welfare system, and so on. Yet time and again, my own research and reporting has found these claims to be either way overblown or simply counterfactual. Uh, Two quick examples. If your go-to person on immigration is Lou Dobbs or Sean Hannity or Bill O'Reilly or Laura Ingram or Rush Limbaugh, you might be convinced that we are in the midst of an illegal alien crime wave. Yet the evidence does not support this claim. Because many immigrants to the US, especially Mexicans and other Central Americans, are young men who arrive with very low levels of formal education, popular stereotypes tend to associate them with higher rates of crime and incarceration. But the fact is that numerous studies by independent researchers and government commissions over the past 100 years have repeatedly found that immigrants are less likely to commit crimes or be behind bars than the native-born. In fact, among men between 18 and 39, who of course comprise the vast majority of the prison population, the incarceration rate of natives is five times higher than the incarceration rate of immigrants. And this is not because law-abiding model immigrants from India and China are compensating for crimes among uneducated, low-skill, Latino immigrants. For every ethnic group, without exception, incarceration rates are lowest for immigrants. And yes, this holds true for the Mexicans, the Salvadorans, the Guatemalans, who make up the vast majority of the illegal population in the US. Another quick fact, between 1994 and 2005, the illegal immigrant population of the US is estimated to have doubled to about 12 million. Yet according to the Department of Justice, Over that same period, violent crime in the U.S. fell by a third. Property crimes fell by 26%. And they didn't just fall on average nationwide. They fell in those cities with the highest immigrant populations, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Miami. 
They fell in border towns that experienced the most illegal immigration, like El Paso and San Diego. The bottom line is that the problem of crime in the U.S. is not caused or even aggravated by immigrants, regardless of their legal status. But the misperception that the opposite is true persists among policymakers, among the media, and among the general public. Keep this in mind the next time you hear Bill O'Reilly use some undocumented drunk driver to claim we're in the midst of an illegal alien crime wave. Another popular belief is that immigrants come here to go on the dole. But the statistics show that welfare caseloads have, in fact, fallen as illegal immigration has risen. Since the high water mark in 1994, which was just before Bill Clinton signed the welfare reform legislation, the nation's welfare caseload has declined by 60%. Virtually every state in the country has reduced its caseload by at least a third, and some by as much as 90%. And not only have the numbers of people on welfare plunged, but the number of legal and as illegal and, and legal immigration has increased. But overall poverty, child poverty, <laughs> black child poverty, and child hunger have all decreased. Apparently, immigrants don't drive welfare caseloads any more than they drive crime in this country. Yet we are constantly told that the opposite is the case. Jason Riley is an editorial writer at the Wall Street Journal and author of the new book, Let Them In, The Case for Open Borders. You can view his full speech and search for other writings on immigration at cato.org.